in this episode, I'm just going to go over some of the things that happened over the weekend. Something happened that was very close to heart, and I'm, I'm so glad that the surgery went fine. My grandmother of 93 years old, last Thursday evening, she fell and she had multiple fractures in her leg and she was in a lot of pain since they're out in california i couldn't be there just seen her the weekend before but i couldn't see her and i was very sad and felt uh disconnected all my prayers go out to her so i believe she was taken in for surgery on Sunday, which is yesterday, she was taken into surgery last night, and she came out. Uh, success. The surgery was successful. The, uh, took a little longer time because her bones are so weak. But um, praying for a swift recovery and reduced pain. Subhanallah, it it is um it's really hard on me, and I'm certainly sure it's even harder on my dad because my dad takes care of her day in day out non-stop he's he's always there next to her and um no matter it be super early in the morning late at night he's there watching out for her and i am just so 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 amazed by by his efforts and his work and his time spending with his mom I wish I could be a fraction of the person that he has, that he is, fraction of the person that he is with my mother. Um, I wish I could be, definitely be a better person. But I believe that what I've discovered over the weekend in this class, that I should be able to accomplish that in the near future, very near future. Anyway, that's all I had in that area. Yes, life has a lot of sad moments, but what we do with them and how we get up from them is something that we've got to do. I know my... I don't know if my dad's listening, but um, when I visited California, I had him subscribe to my podcast. So, Dad, if you're listening, I'm really sorry I didn't get a chance to call. We were also dealing with some grief here with the passing of a uh, three people two of them there were cub scouts and one of them which was very close to us and and uh, we spent a lot of time with him all through last year and we met together as the previous episode talks about we as parents got together and talked about how we should deal with this Going forward, may Allah grant patience to his father, as it is a it is a very tough situation to be in. Secondly, we uh, reached out to the rest of the families and told them that we had a good meeting over the weekend uh, on Friday, and that um, we want to continue forward and remember the lessons we've learned and. I know some of the parents haven't told their children about the situation. 
And it is not that we want to talk about the situation. It is that we want to remember the memory of the Cub Scout that passed away. Mental health is a different issue altogether, and that should not be commingled in the remembrance of a good Cub Scout. I believe these are two separate topics that need to be talked about in separate situations. Children should not be... uh, should not be introduced or be aware of such situations, especially when it causes something so deep and saddening like this. But I do believe there's a, there's a place and time for everything. And as children grow older, they need to be made aware of situations and not situations, but uh, people's emotions and how we need to be very, very vocal, need to be very, very aware and present about our feelings, about our emotions, as they can become toxic over time and create uh, issues and create um, disconnects that need not be there. So thanks for listening again. If you have any suggestions, please send them our way. We did uh, discover some organizations that help educate about mental health issues and how to deal with them and how we can better equip ourselves and our children and how to deal with such situations. Because, tell you the truth, depression is all around. We are in a constant state of depression at different levels, of course, right? It, it's all very emotional, and we and we go through these emotions, and that is human. It is human to feel depression. It is human to feel joy. But how you bring yourself into that state is totally up to you, and what you do to bring that to yourself is also up to you. People use many different methods. <clears throat> Some will talk, and that is the best way to get out of that feeling or, you know, escape the feeling. Not not really escape. I don't, I don't know the correct terminology. And that, show, that goes to show that I don't have any education in that area. But it's just what I know uh, that needs to be treated. And um, having people or surrounding yourself with with people that are loving and caring brings up those feelings and and you feel connected and and um, you exude those same feelings and you love others there's a there's a great story in the book outliers and and Malcolm Gladwell was actually doing research and he said you know there were there's this people in this town near Pennsylvania I wish I could remember. But he's talking about how they live to be a very long life. Like they lived over 90 and 100 years old with very minimal. And nobody died of cancer or heart disease or any of these diseases. They all died of old age. And they were like, well, how is this possible? And this is in the 50s when people were dying of um heart disease and other diseases and they're like well what happened so they started looking at it medically they started looking at um people they're like all right let's find out where they come from what's in their dna they looked at that they went down that path they found other people 
from this same place in Italy that had moved to the States and they found them and they they looked at their history and they're like, yep, it's not in the DNA because people not living in that specific area are still passing away with different diseases and not of old age. So then they're like, all right, let's go and let's go to this town and find out. And they looked at them medically. They went one by one. They looked at everybody over age 50. And they looked at their medical records. They looked at all of this information. And they found the same kind of issues. They're like, wow, they have the same issues. There's no difference. Their eating habits are exactly the same. They eat pizza and pasta and and drink so how is it that they live such a longer life and they they're like well you know what we're doing we're looking inside the human body but now looking around the surroundings and the doctors then stepped out and they looked and they could see around them how joy how much joy was in these people's lives they were living full lives because they were communicating they lived with their grandparents. There were multiple generations living in a household. They were living close to all the people that loved each other. They talked about their problems. They talked about the issues that they were facing. And everybody was in it together. And when you're in it together like that, when you're in it so strong together, you live a longer life because you have no doubts in your mind that you are going to be left alone, that you are going to have to go it alone. And that is that is a big, big problem in the rest of the United States. People have taken this individualistic approach of individualism, which was um, popularized by all of these, uh, all of the media and, and, and whatever else you can think about. And we live very individual lives. We Everybody's looking out for themselves. And nobody's helping the other person. And that is one thing that they discovered in this town, in this city. Because everybody took care of their, their elders, their friends, their relatives. And it's what made that town have people die old age. And it is very true. The more connected you are, the more people you talk to, the more lives you change, the more impact you have on them as well as yourself because you are so much more connected. You are so much more involved. It is it is a different feeling altogether. And if you feel alone, if you feel alone, anytime you feel alone, just pick up the phone. You have hundreds of contacts in your phone. Pick up the phone, call somebody, tell them what you're feeling, tell them your problem. Hey, can you help me out? And that is something that I found. It's it's very, very important. You need to communicate. You need to let the person know that, hey, I'm here for you and I'm going to be counting on you whenever I need you. So having that connection, having that group is essential. And if you look at it, right, people that are going through um, the alcohol, the the devil, the AA groups, right? What are these groups all about? It's all about so you can come to this group, you can talk about your feelings and not be judged about it. Thanks again for listening. Very appreciative of you listening to this podcast. I know I have uh, removed the music, the intro from first few of the episodes, and that's to show respect and show the the graveness of the situation. I 
plan to get back on schedule and start talking about what's happening with the bees and I'll, I'll probably start that tomorrow. I've got at least three episodes to publish between this time. Uh, last week has been pretty different than the normal but I'll be getting back to normalcy and uh, bringing that persistence and, and continuity to the podcast. Thank you again for your time and support.